Chapter 39 So Embarrassing, So Not Good Descending from cloud cover, bright things came into view. The invisible staircase was short by one, and Sammy tripped over his expectation of it, falling backpack first into a mattress of flowers. Dell was wise to the abbreviation and took the last three stairs with a leap. Landing awesome looking, he helped Sammy up. Bro! The colors, the temperature, the scent, the taste, all spritzed in soft perfumes upon each breeze. Dang, dude! The green curve of each nice hill to the next. The strong hedge of mountains like a safe hug around this secret. Clouds pulled themselves back shrunk into pearls in a turquoise sea of sky. Sammy and Dell had arrived. No doubt about it, this was the place to be. They gave each other a look, not quite believing their surroundings. The sensory signature of the valley is a most graceful calligraphy, pulling its lines perfectly, touching each compliment to the next, Rolling sound, sight, smell, and texture into one. Its rhythm is a lullaby, a song unbending brain waves, singing them from alpha peaks and theta thorns to a concave delta cradle, gently rocking troubled thoughts to sleep. Haruki who? What temple? What mission? Amnesiac, narcotic. The valley is a drug of singularly pleasing design. Flawless. About a mile in width, mountain wall to mountain wall, and two or three miles long, one side of the valley tapered and funneled foggily through what looked to be a narrow impasse, while the other clipped its flowery palette off into a strange and shimmering twinkle. A lake. Damn. Peep that shine out, little god. You trying to sip some sparkling Evian or what? Crisp waters. Yes, let us have a taste. Light steps to giddy skips, flower color crushing like soft light bulbs beneath their feet. They headed out toward the lake. Wisps of pollen curled off in a powdery past tense. Gentle insects hummed a vibrating alphabet. Sweet smells asked for spare moments, and considerate mountains pulled their shadows back in like laundry from the lawn. This valley world accommodated its guests as egg unto embryo, providing everything. Though, even within this immaculate cocoon, like a stray silk strand tickling his ear, the thought came back to Sammy, I know this place. How do I know this place? Then, slanting down the last hill and arriving at Lakeshore, the question was comfortably forgotten. Dell shed his backpack, landing it on the sand, diamond white and talcum fine. He swung his pelt away and collapsed backward. Warm sand on skin, blue sky scrolling endless overhead, every sense seduced. This, Dell sighed is a warrior's true reward. Sammy followed suit, 
Boots unlaced, he slid his feet out and tossed them to the side. He took his socks off and lobbed a pair of three-point shots, swishing each into the open mouth of his stinky shoes. He pulled his shirt over his head, long ponytail sliding from the collar to lay soft on bare back. Sammy's scars ran pink and serious down the muscles of his ribs and inner arms, curving to the slow breaths of so serene a lake view. Dell laid a quick look on them. Scar tissues, he lightly observed, and went back to relaxing. Sammy joined him, back down on the warm sand, easy. Clouds spilled through blue overhead, and they'd already forgotten their thirst. They'd forgotten very much. And so it goes in this place. There are no bad words in Haruki's Valley. No bad thoughts allowed. Those are the rules. Now, with its company comfortably cared for, the landscape let them sleep. They'd traveled far, been through much. They could use a nice nap. The dreaming abides here as well. Good things only, good feelings. A snoozing Dell strolled through one glorious fantasy after another. He watched the twins share a cooter. He took them all the way to paradise. He bridled a lima bear and made the beast his own. He crashed his dad's sports car, walked away unscathed. Inside of a sleep slow and smooth, Dell lived the fast life. It was sick. Sammy dreamed in full recall of his first nervous kisses with Haruki, the excitement of inexperience. His new boyfriend on his lap, teenage, midnight roller chair rides through the community, sneaking where streetlights can't see, touching on hands and closing eyes, Haruki grinning at Sammy's embarrassed boner, a kiss on the cheek promising he liked it. Sammy napped through their shared life in timeline, sleepily savoring every second spent. Little grins, sweet and dreamy, traced the dozing faces of the valley's guests. And what more could the valley ask for? Their comfort was its delight. No bad things allowed. Good things only. Yes, yes, good things only. Those are the rules. But street rules shift when a nigga up in prison. A faggot ain't a faggot no more. You gets permission. Clouds rattled like subwoofers. Royal troon blaring from a phantom source through the blue valley air. Mountains cringed. Flowers closed. Sammy and Dell's caught Z's and niceties were abruptly clipped off, rudely interrupted. The next four bars sat them upright. Bunk bed, slow head, sleepy dick kissing, troon up in dem fruit of the looms and shit dipping. How very inappropriate. This was not good, not pleasant. The valley was not okay with this. Dell spotted something. Dude, he raised his voice over the music. Dude, look, pointing Sammy's attention to the lake water. Small bubbles popped atop the surface, tiny at first, coming in quick strings. 
then more. Larger, slower, thicker, denser, drawing near to shore. Each bubble burst, releasing a foul vapor, fumes drifting brown, a mustard yellow sway of noxious mirage above the lake's shine. Dell and Sammy quickly gathered their things and backed away. Royal Troon was out of prison now, rapping something about keeping a gay secret, something about baking soda, an ounce of Coke, and a small crock pot. Family recipes. Bubbles and bubbles, growing nastier. The fresh valley air smelled of shit. Dell couldn't decide whether to hold his nose or cover his ears. Where was this terrible music coming from? And what was making such a mess of its clean waters? The valley felt assaulted, totally violated, so embarrassing. And in front of guests, it couldn't apologize enough. A few feet from shore, the bubbles ceased and a shape emerged, rising up from the lake. Water was left fouled behind it. A soiled wake, a fecal oil spill, Half the confused body was now in view. Wetness shed from its form, dripping dark and dirty as flea-bitten dog rinse, staining white sand brown. With the pull of little arms, the creature dragged its remainder into sight as Royal Troon wrapped up the intro music, ending with the lonely line, Y'all niggas can't feel me leaving simple minds to ponder the tortured isolation of his genius. The music cut, and the valley went quiet. Just Sammy and Dell and this... thing. Ears freed up. Both of Dell's hands covered his nose and mouth, trying to keep the smell out. Is that a seal? What's wrong with it? Spoken into his palm, Dell's words came muffled, I think it's a seal. He looked to Sammy for confirmation. Is it a seal? There's something really wrong with that seal. Indeed. The face was that of a grotesque elephant seal, but wronged somehow, cretinous and incorrect. Its smile was special needs, and its wet eyes glistened an idiot's twinkle. Brown and fat went the rest, Two tiny arms waved from either side of its girth, and the tail, uncannily, was a taper of two human-esque legs pressed together as one, dirty feet for a flipper. A uselessly large penis curled limp from its base, and, as an absurd crown upon this composition, a horse-sourced weave, starved and scraggled, pulled long to a wiry ponytail from the back of its head. Intelligence and beauty had skinned themselves, turned the fabric wrong side out, and hid something shameful beneath. This animal was the taxidermied result. What the fuck? Green bears are one thing, shadow birds another. Tentacle-faced dinosaur elephants, it's whatevs. But this... This creature, in all its sickeningly sad silliness, Sammy could not suffer. This he could not accept. The aversion was mysteriously personal. Oh my fucking God, bro. Sammy's offended feelings spoke in expletives. Strangely, the creature liked it.
It smiled at Sammy, wiggled a little, then shit itself. Projectile in style, excrement spewed by way of a loose blowhole on the animal's back, coughed from the ass crease between its fused legs. Intestinal plumage, thick drips and viscous bits. They soared upward, glistened for a floating moment in bright valley sunshine, then fell. The white beach was shit-speckled. Lake water plopped with heavier pieces, and much of the deposit returned to the animal's skin, landing to slide slowly away. A final squeeze birthed a proper log. It pushed out, broke under its own weight, clipped at the tail, and was done. The animal fully relieved. Its smile widened. Oops, and uh-oh, gathering at the sides like dribble, the valley was absolutely mortified. Dell recycled a bit of teriyaki jerky into his hand. The smell was ferocious. Sammy laced his boots, hurried, readying to exit the animal's acquaintance. Repulsed in the most literal sense, he needed to right now and forever be very far away from this thing. Its feelings were hurt. It wanted to be friends. The creature's face went sad, and it spoke. Faggots? The question came slurred, eloquence quite lacking. But there was something buried in the sound, an emotional subtext hidden in the tone, nuanced and complex. Sammy could hear it. Do you like me? That's what it was asking. Am I acceptable? The animal was sad. Very lonely, very insecure. Faggots, please? It reached a little arm out. Please? Fuck no! Sammy's hate came intense. Funhouse mirrors wobbled like wind chimes inside of him. His scars bulged. Fucking sick! Some vague dots began to connect in Dell's mind. Faint pencil lines linking column A to column B. But Dell is a warrior, not a philosopher, and was a quick loser to the efforts of abstraction. Sammy tightened his pack straps, turned from the animal, and pointed their path opposite. The pass, okay? There, where the mountains meet. Dell was just fine with that. Yes, dude, please. Shirtless and bare-skinned, he leaned down, plucked two bright flowers, gave a good sniff to each, and inserted their stems under his goggle strap one on each side as a masking potpourri. They swayed from his bald head like a perfumed antenna. Turning to Sammy, yes, our friends. Recommitted. Let's go. Friends? The creature knew that word. A friends? A friends? It continued calling to Sammy and Dell as they walked away. A friends? With me? Please? No turning around, no acknowledging it. Faggots, it pleaded. Friends? The animal would not be left. By one slow pull, then another, it dragged its body after them, staining the land as it went. Flowers died and sweet air putrefied. True to foul form, the seal continued to crap itself. P vacated its long penis, the valley wanted only to hide. 
This was all so embarrassing. So not good. While Sammy and Dell trekked a straight line over the hills, making their way to the narrow mountain pass, the creature kept in tow, losing ground, but not determination. Two's company and three's a tragedy, thinks the valley. And maybe so. Still, invited or not, at the far end of its green grass was one more guest still to be received. Black wings spread long. The dragon slanted like a dark axe from the clouds, slicing into the landscape, cutting quick along its surface. Flowers blurred beneath the speed, cropped from their stems and shred to a wake of mulched rainbow. Fiery breath singed the ground. A fast shadow darkened the land. The helpless valley was utterly ravaged. A black, fearsome animal was having its way. And dear, oh dear, the valley liked it. The valley liked it very much.